In a very short time, because they're so close, the man feels his penis becoming erect, that's straight, hard, and the sperm coming down into it, like it did when he had a wet dream. Now, while the sperm is coming into the man's penis, the woman's body is getting ready to receive the sperm. It's amazing, you know, how God made it. Because while they're making love and being happy together, the woman feels her vagina becoming kind of slippery inside so that the penis can easily slip in and out. No trouble. So he slips his penis into her vagina, oh! gives her the sperm, and she has the sperm. Then the penis slips out, and that's all. And that's called sexual intercourse. Some people call it having sex. Or some people call it splashing. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, no, no. Come on, man. Down the Marco. My darling, I I can't get enough for your love, babe Oh, I can't, oh, I don't know why I can't get enough for your love, babe Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to episode 88 of the Tall, Dark, and Ratchet podcast. I'm your host, Marcel Williams. And I can't hear myself in these headphones. There we go. If you have nothing better to do, go watch 1980s sex education videos. They are not shy of any type of disappointment. These things are insane. I started off last week playing a clip from an hour long video. I only played like a seven second joints where the kid was like, what if I don't want to wait till marriage to have sex? Well, I guess you got to be prepared to die. And in the words of uh, French Montana, who we will discuss shortly, I don't really care. I'm just playing. You should definitely care about your life and things of that nature. But anyways, welcome back. It is uh, Halloween today. And if you're just listening in, it is the first of the month, November the 1st. Um, So let's start this bad boy off appropriately. All right, people, I forgot to mention this last episode. I got all excited, charged up to talk about it and completely didn't do it. Um, Now, if you're familiar and you've been listening for some time before moving into this place, I was scammed. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, I fell for the oldest trick in the book. It was an online advertisement for a place. Seemed too good to be true. And from that, I ended up losing three racks. And I'm not scared to admit it because if somebody else can learn from my mistakes, look, that's what we're doing it here for, right? Now, 
someone recently, about uh, two weeks ago, I'd say, reached out to me requesting something that I've never been requested before. And um, I was reluctant, but at the same time, curious to see if, um, you know, this was a, a real request. So as I scroll through all of my debaucherous DMs, I'm looking for one in particular from a gentleman who reached out. Here we go. Now, this guy says on October the 19th, he says, uh, hi, you write originals? Question mark. Now, I was a little bit confused. I'm like, original what? Original sketches? Original, you know, um, you know, advertisements? I didn't really know. Based on my page, what could he be talking about? Then I went and checked my other notifications and saw that he had been liking a few of my posts. Mainly the ones where I do some goofy singing on this podcast. So I think to myself, I'm like, uh, what are you looking for exactly? And he says, um, I'm looking for... Oh, he's unsending messages. Interesting. Well, that's unfortunate because there's a part of this uh, conversation that I really wanted to nail down, but I think I took some notes in my notepad. But anyways, so he said that it was his son's birthday coming up on November the 3rd and that he wanted to do something special for his kid's birthday. His child, allegedly, his name is Joey. His nickname is Tiger. He will be age four. His favorite color is blue. His favorite superhero is Flash. His best friend is his dog named Dexter. And he's a Scorpio. So now look, I'm the kind of person where I'm down to do anything for a little bit of a challenge, right? And now that I'm seeing that he's unsending messages, it makes sense. He's covering his tracks. Smart guy. Because what he said was, he's like, look, I'm willing to pay up to $300, right? Now, 300 bucks, not that much. However, his request, very simple. Plus, anything that has to do with creativity, where it might push me to do something that I normally wouldn't do, I'm here to explore it. So I say to myself, look, I'm going to give this guy a 24 hour turnaround time. I'm going to try to just cram out a record in 24 hours. So I told him, look, I've never done something like this before, but you know, just out of, uh, the kindness of my heart and your child's birthday, I don't know why you would want some random Canadian guy on Instagram to sing a birthday song for your child. Who's only turning four where I feel like his attention span is very limited. But I said to myself, look, I'm a nice guy. I'm up for the challenge. So now I recorded this song and sent him this record to which he says, I'm going to send you an online check, right? And of course, he's removed that message as well. And then uh, I said, well, I've never heard of mobile checks before. Now, if you're American, you're probably familiar with Cash App, Venmo, Zelle, these types of transactions. We don't have that in Canada. It's essentially just PayPal, e-transfer, or a wire. So I say to myself, hmm, maybe let me see if I can get this guy to uh, you know, activate PayPal. Says he doesn't have a PayPal. Red flags, of course. But now I'm already con convinced that this person is attempting to scam me because he says here, um, he's like, it's pretty easy. The check will be sent to you to your email. You can open it on your computer, scan it through your phone and deposit it through the deposit option on your bank app. Now, if you search right now, mobile check scam, a lot of things come up. 
But I'm still thinking to myself, like, this person went to the lengths of getting me to actually provide a service for this scam. This is a new era of scamming. So I'm just impressed. I'm just watching this from the sidelines like, this guy is kind of an interesting guy. Because initially when he messaged me, his account was private. Then he opened it up. His account was public. I could see, you know, that he looked like a scammer, like the, the stereotypical 4X type of guy, you know, suited up, you know, the colorful socks. Just very MLM is what the energy this guy was giving me. So I'm thinking to myself, look, worst case scenario, if all that happens is I wasted an hour to make a record for a kid that may or may not actually exist, so be it. At least it'll be content for this podcast that I'm constantly struggling to find things to discuss. So he says, because um, I asked him if he had PayPal. I was like, no, not at the moment. I was like, all right. Now, I never ended up getting an email from this person. But then I thought about it and I was like, because he sent another message, which he's unsent, where he's like, oh, my uh, accountant made an error, accidentally sent $3,000 or wrote a check for $3,000 rather than $300, hmm. which I knew what was going to follow is that I'm going to send you this three grand and all I need to do, all you need to do is send me the 2700 difference back. And then of course, time goes by, check bounces. Now we never, we never got that far because I sent him this message saying, laugh my ass off. I got to give it to you. This is an elaborate scam. Old school tactics, new approach. My hat off to you, sir or madame, because really and truly we don't know. Now, you would think that I would just leave it here and just say, all right, well, I almost took an L. I bit the bait. I managed to get tossed back into the water unscathed. But no, what would be the fun for you, the people, if I didn't play you this song and how terrible it is? Now, you tell me, again, these are the things that I had to work with, right? The kid's name's Joey. His nickname's Tiger. His age is four. His favorite color is blue. His favorite superhero is Flash. His best friend is his name, is uh, his dog named Dexter. And um, yeah, I don't know where the, where the kid actually resides. I don't know other things that he's into. I don't even know what the motherfucker looks like. Or if he even exists, to be honest. So I'm going to play you this record. You tell me how I did, if this was a, a terrible attempt, if, you know, this deserves to be, you know, put in the, uh, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. You let me know where this record stacks up for you. But this song is called Joey's Song. Blow some candles out, make a wish, it's your birthday. Make a wish, it's your birthday. Your favorite drinks and dish, that's right, it's your birthday. Eat up, it's your birthday. Play the song till the sun comes down, it's your birthday. It's your birthday. You're not three no more, that's right, it's your birthday. It's your birthday. It's number third. No ammo, but I'm the big bird. Forget what you heard, huh? there's only one tiger for sure Yeah, I know that you're cool, next year you'll be going to school yeah. Just follow the rules, swimming through life like a pool Splash. One, two, and three are in the past Joey's a big kid, he's faster than a flash Four is a good year, but it's not meant to last Soon you'll be five, yep. and that's just simple math 
Blow some candles out, make a wish, it's your birthday. Make a wish, it's your birthday. Your favorite drinks and dish, that's right, it's your birthday. Eat up, it's your birthday. Play the song till the sun come down, it's your birthday. It's your birthday. You're not free no more, that's right, it's your birthday. It's your birthday. Your mother and your father are always there for you. When you bump your head or you need to tie your shoes Everything is blessed, everything is irie Dexter loves you too, I read it in his diary He's more than a dog, best friend for the ages He doesn't need to talk to know that you're his favorite Every day with you feels like a celebration From Canada to the US nation Your favorite color's blue, I think that is cool You're two times two, put your hands in the air now Cause you know what to do, you know what to do, it's your birthday. Blow some candles out, make a wish, it's your birthday. Make a wish, it's your birthday. Your favorite drink sandwich, right, it's your birthday. Eat up, it's your birthday. Play the song till the sun comes down, it's your birthday. You're not three no more, that's right, it's your birthday. Feliz cumpleaños! You're now four! You can help around the house! Wash the dishes! Take out the trash! Pick up Dexter's feces! Well, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. That is uh, an original record called Joey Song. Found some random beat on the internet. Now, here's how I know this guy didn't even listen to the record. Well, one, it was ass. But two, at the end of the song, I literally say that this four-year-old is old enough that he can start picking up his dog's shit. No parent is going to be playing that on repeat on this kid's fourth birthday. So look, if Joey is a real kid out there and his father actually gifted this to him and just kind of finessed in order to get that for him, look, when you are old enough to to stumble across this podcast, I just want you to know you're a little bitch, Joey. And just like that kid in the AIDS video, you know, your, your pee going to fall off. But anyways, I felt uh, that was necessary to share to the universe just so you guys know what I'm doing in my spare time. A whole lot of nothing singing songs to four-year-olds that don't exist. All right, now back to some uh, pressing issues like the fact that French Montana, you know, there was a meme that went around that he took offense to or it could have just all been promo and he was in on the joke, but there was a meme that said the next Squid Game should be having to name five French Montana records that have no features. Now, the fucked up thing about that is that, well, one, I mean, if you've been listening to French Montana for the last decade, he definitely has five records that, you know, and and of course, French Montana went afterwards and listed about 15 records off the top of his head. Yeah, right. He searched. Um, But could you imagine that being a scenario where you call this random number because you want to be a part of Squid Games? They drug you. They bring you to some remote location. You wake up, there's hundreds of other people there. Just to tell you that if you don't name five French Montana records without a feature, you lose your life. 
Now that shit's crazy. That that is a finesse. I would watch season two if it incorporated having to name certain artists solo records. But um, either way, so French Montana took the opportunity to incorporate some of these things in his uh, his latest record called "I Don't Really Care." Now I'm gonna play some of it. Hopefully, it doesn't get taken down. If it does, well, so be it. That's the world we're living in. Uh, in the video, he addresses not only you know his resume just in terms of music, but also in terms of his body count when it comes to some of these celebrity women. So I'm going to play that clip right here just because I find uh, it brings a it brings me back to 2016 when he gifted Drake something. But we'll talk about that shortly. So here's French Montana. I don't really care. And came to a Chloe down a city island. Demi Lovato, Iggy and Cabo. Bitch, I've been viral. I don't really care. Top three, top three, top three snipes. I took time off, now they got amnesia. So he refers to himself as uh, being in the top three snipers. And of course, he went off to list, you know, Sanai Lathan, Iggy Azalea, Khloe Kardashian, Demi Lovato. French Montana has been active. And then he later on in this record goes on to say that how he did it all with an, uh, an African visa. Um, being that he's from Morocco, I believe. Now, if you don't remember, and this I actually pulled up and I was it's actually more shocking now than when it first came out. I'm surprised this hasn't gotten more attention. So for Drake's birthday five years ago, just to show how strong of a bond that they are, that they have, French Montana gifted Drake the 10 Snipe Commandments. That's right, the 10 snipe commandments. Now, you might be thinking to yourself, well, what does that mean? What is he referring to? Now, let's not forget 2015. This was the height of the Golden State Warriors. Steph Curry and... uh, Oh, what's homeboy's name? Uh, Clay Thompson. They were referred to as the Splash Brothers. Both light-skinned dudes, both splashing from behind the arc, right? Now, this is what goes into this 10 snipe commandments. At number one, thou shall never pillow talk or discuss business with a ting. Valid rule. Number two, on any import from the United States, Canada, Europe, or any other region, thou shall practice a maximum three-day export rule to avoid frustration. Look, This only gets more misogynistic. So if you're already writing this list off, we're in for an interesting one. Number three is thou shall always be honest with his brother about a splash. So that means if I splash girl A on Tuesday by Wednesday, I got to tell my splash bro, yo, shorty got splashed. Next on the list is thou shall never tell a ting about another man's splash in order to execute his own splash. Now, that's a valid rule. Dirty macking, we don't condone it. Now, this one's a little bit lengthier. It says, thou shall only splash unprotected if the ting is a must splash or you are too fry or you trust the vibe or you plan to keep the vibe for a minimum of six months with four interactions within the allotted time period. Now, look, these guys need to go watch those 80s sex ed videos. Now, the translation for this is you can only fuck unprotected if it's a must fuck shorty or if you're too lit or if you trust the vibe. 
what kind of sex ed class did you did, did they ever teach you oh you know should always wear contraceptive eh, unless you trust the vibe that's when you can go in raw next on the list thou shall always lie to protect a brother's reputation or chance of a splash conversion in the near or distant future <sighs> This is such a problematic list. How are people not talking about this? Anyways, thou shalt be allowed to hunt in all jungles unless a trespass has been enforced verbally. So if I don't tell you that you can't smash my girlfriend, you can smash her. Thou shalt always provide splash accommodations for a brother within his household. Now, this one I can support. You know, you never want to go to somebody's place and then, you know, all, you, all of a sudden, all you have access to is the broom closet. And give the guy a little bit of a space, whether it be a couch or at least a cot. Uh, the next one, thou shall use communication with a brother to avoid being blindsided by other hunters and poachers. I mean, that's just a good friend, right? And last but certainly not, not least, thou shall never use a hand-to-hand -hand currency exchange to guarantee a splash unless hunting in exotic locations. So you can only pay for Coochie or Poonani if it is in, a, in an exotic location. I mean, look, uh, however you want to dissect this list, I don't know if this proves that French Montana is a top sniper, but I mean, his list of bodies, he's been doing his thing. That much we can say. And I don't really know. I mean, I, I think maybe he's moving a little bit more discreetly over the last couple of years because we haven't really heard too many swirlings about who French Montana is dipping and diving in or splashing as he would like to refer it to. But, you know, this is a list that he curated for Drake five years ago. Who knows what those guys are up to in current day modern time? Um, so yeah, so happy Halloween if you are still in that mode, even though it is November 1st by the time you're listening to this. It's a it's an interesting holiday, and we've been saying this for a long time. It is just very much, uh, if you're an adult, an excuse for you to dress like up like a hoe. But then it makes me think, like, okay, yes, my timeline was aesthetically interesting. I will say that you know a lot of people going out, a lot of people dressing up. I feel like it's definitely got to give you not necessarily seasonal affective disorder, but Halloween affective disorder where you get so much attention. Cause if I'm being honest with myself, you know, I was, I was splashing in some DMS this weekend, maybe a little bit at a higher rate. I couldn't even find Joey's daddy in my DMS. I had to really scroll, but it's gotta be somewhat deflating to get all that attention this weekend by next weekend. Everyone's cold and lonely. And then you just kind of feel like, damn, all right, well, you know, it's officially winter, especially if you're in Canada, like the weather's dropping real quick and you're not getting as much attention. Plus you ate a lot of candy, your teeth probably hurt. It's just not a good situation to be in. So my heart goes out to anyone who's feeling some of this had Halloween affective disorder. And one year I'm going to get it right and say Halloween instead of Halloween. But, you know, some of you hoes put the O instead of the A. So it is what it is. Now, I'm not going to play this fucking guy's uh, video because apparently now fake Drake is on tour. He's going around with no rhythm, dancing to Drake records with a microphone in his hand, not knowing any of the lyrics. And I really hope, you know, if he is getting paid that he's saving up because this... Look, if he ends up getting into a Drake music video, I'm going to be livid. 
Because to have shaved a, a heart part in your head and then getting clout from that, look, this I'm just going to retire. I'm going to say, you know what? You got it. This is what it takes to go viral. This is what it takes to, to get on. So be it. You got it, fake Drake. You've single-handedly deflated my entire creative flow. I'll never think of anything funny ever again because you got it. You figured out the cheat code. You're playing the game and you're making it work. And speaking of Drake, <clears throat> I watched his uh, rap battle that he had on Caffeine last night till death do his part. Now, if I'm being honest, I haven't really been the biggest viewer of rap battles in the past. I do find them entertaining, but sometimes if it's trash, it's trash. And then you just kind of lose interest and so on. So I gave it a shot. Some better than others last night. But at least it was free on the Fight app or Caffeine app. Now today, of course, in classic Kanye fashion, he wants to always compete with Drake. He decided to put on a Sunday service on Halloween. I was like, you know what? I'll go check this out. He's got Justin Bieber there, Roddy Rich, among other people. And I go and open my Fight app, which is a derivative, I guess, of Triller. But they put on like fights and stuff on there too. So he's charging 14 bucks for the Lord on Sunday. Now I'm all for paying tides, but 14 bones for a Sunday service. Look, unless he's pushing a new album or something like that, I feel like that's a little bit steep. So I will not be watching it. I'll probably catch some clips online later at some point, but that's neither here nor there. Now I'm uh, almost done, but there's one last thing that I need to discuss here. It's a, uh, a video someone shared with me. And I find it to be a very interesting concept. Now, I don't know how true this is, but I'm going to play this video. It's about a minute and a half, just under that. It's a girl on TikTok. I think this is maybe her second video that she's doing trying to explain this concept. Very interesting concept, and we'll discuss it. So let's see what this is all about here. Yes. It is 100% real, unfortunately. So if you were lucky enough not to know what soaking is, um, I'm here to explain that to you today. Soaking is when um, you have a man who just sticks it in and essentially lets it soak. And the idea behind it is that if it's just in, but not moving back and forth, or there's no movement, not a sin and if you want to take it one step further there's a thing called jump soaking which is um where you stick it in and then you have a good friend who will either go underneath the bed um, or even on top and um create movement have outside forces move you but if you're not doing it then um you're not having premarital sex right Come on, man. This happens a lot in Mormon culture, especially at BYU or just um, young people in general in the Mormon church who are unmarried. Once again, I really wish I was making this up. And it's pretty sad how common this is. Yo, I need to know how common this really is. So you mean to tell me that all this time I could have been reducing my body count by just jump soaking? And you know what's actually funny is that I've actually technically soaked before. I know you're probably like, well, wait, how, what do you mean you soaked before? I shit you not. This is when I was maybe 20 years old. Shout out to uh, 
the the young lady who entertained this idea. But I always, you know, here's my thing. I like to cuddle, right? But after I've had sex and the nut has been completed, I can only cuddle for like 15 minutes. Then I get too hot. I get annoyed. So I thought to myself, it'd be kind of a good idea if rather than actually going through with having complete intercourse, if I was just to rest my erection inside of her and then go to sleep. So no thrusting, no gyrating, nothing. So I stuck it in there and we fell asleep. And little did I know, I was soaking. I if if one of her friends would have came through and just, you know, shook the bed a bit, it would have been jump soaking. But just if you are out there and you're thinking to yourself, like, I really want to, you know, give in to these in urges and impulses, but I don't want my body count to be too egregious. Well, here's a solution for you, ladies and gentlemen. It's called soaking. <sighs> And on that note, uh, that's all I have for you this week. So you've all been a, uh, a treat. I hope you enjoyed my terrible song. I hope you enjoyed, um, you know, dissecting the 10 splash commandments. And I feel like I'm going to gift a friend on their birthday. Uh, maybe not splash commandments, but a list of commandments for friendship. It'll be a little bit more wholesome and it might incorporate soaking, to be honest. But either way, I will see you all next week. Uh, make sure you are taking care of yourself, that you do wrap it up. If you are planning on soaking or having regular sex, um, leave a review, write a comment, share with your friends, follow, subscribe, do all that fun stuff. And I'll see you next Monday. Peace. <laughs>